Vox Quick Hits. There's this kind of famous meme. The wording varies, but you can find it on mugs and t-shirts and inspirational Instagram posts. And it says something along the lines of, if Britney survived 2007, you can make it through today. So in 2007, after nearly a decade of being the world's most popular performer, Britney Spears experienced a mental and emotional breakdown. It played out in public across the tabloids. Where are you going, Britney? Spears had her meltdown. She shaved her head. This time in her life is often summed up in the image of Spears with a freshly shaved head attacking a paparazzo's car with an umbrella. So is everybody speculating about what's going on? Is she having a nervous breakdown? Is she... I don't know. Is that what they're speculating? Uh, yeah. So oh, okay. <laughs> it's one of the many moments that's being intensely re-examined today, thanks in part to a New York Times documentary that takes us through the pop star's life, including a pivotal event that happened in 2008. Many say this re-examination started with the hashtag Free Britney movement. Culture writer Constance Crady is here to explain. So Constance, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. So I have one big question for you. What is the Free Britney movement? So the Free Britney movement is, loosely speaking, a group of people who believe that Britney Spears is being held captive by her family and needs to be rescued or freed, as the hashtag suggests. So this idea has gone back as far as 2009, just one year after Britney Spears was placed under a conservatorship by a judge, but it's really taken off in recent years. And to understand the whole thing, you kind of have to understand what Britney's situation is and what a conservatorship is. So yeah, what is a conservatorship? A conservatorship is a legal solution for the problem of someone who is an adult but is not able to take care of themselves. So maybe they're older and they're suffering from dementia. They might have a mental illness or a brain injury that leaves them not in a state where they're making good decisions for themselves. So our legal system, when that happens to someone, a court can step in and say, okay, this person can't take care of themselves anymore. We're going to appoint a guardian or a conservator to look after them. So Britney's conservatorship covers her financial decisions, her professional life, and her personal life. All of it is under the control of her conservator, who for most of the over a decade that she's been under this conservatorship has been her dad. So it's in some ways kind of a legal reversion to childhood for her. She has to answer to her parents. So why exactly is Britney in a conservatorship? Britney's conservatorship is a response to this very public downward spiral that she had circa about 2007. Um, this was a period of time when she was being followed by the paparazzi really intensely. They were taking upskirt photos of her getting out of cars. They were sort of mobbing her everywhere she went. And she was responding by acting out in ways that at the time everyone sort of took as being very bizarre. Um, she started talking to the paparazzi in a British accent sometimes. Um, she shaved off her hair very famously. Uh, she told people while she was doing it that she was just sick of other people touching her hair. There were sort of all of these 
apparently outrageous actions she was making that caused people to say, oh, Brittany is not well. Um, And at the same time that all of this is going on, she is going in and out of rehab. She's just recently had two children. There's some concern that they might be taken away from her, that she might not be considered a fit mother. She's placed under psychiatric hold twice, so she's unable to leave the hospital where she's been put. And there's this sort of sense that Brittany is in the middle of something really intense, like she is going through it and something needs to be done or she'll end up doing serious harm to herself. And what ends up happening is the conservatorship. It's so dark, but it it sort of makes a little sense when you tell us about it. I feel like as someone who was around and cognizant in 2007, it seemed like it made a lot of sense at the time because we were following this, you know, sort of public meltdown so closely I don't know that anyone necessarily expected that it would still be going on. And there's this new New York Times documentary that sort of put things into perspective for people, had them talking about it a lot, had them sort of understand the the timeline. What are you seeing in terms of how people are talking about this time in Britney Spears' life? What's the new lens, I guess, that we're looking at this with? So... The Framing Britney Spears documentary presents this through a very similar lens to the way that the Free Britney movement presents it, which is to say Britney Spears has been deprived of control of her life. She is not able to make her own decisions, and people who are making those decisions for her have a financial incentive to push her to work as much as possible and make as much money as possible. They get a percentage of her income in exchange for the very, very hard work of managing her estate, um, which is considerable and which has really flourished under the conservatorship. So there's this growing question of whether she is being used as a cash cow, essentially, by her family. And no one really knows because the circumstances surrounding her conservatorship and her current life are very opaque. Uh, Journalists who speak to Britney Spears have to agree first not to discuss the conservatorship. So we don't really know what she thinks about this situation because she is not talking about it on the record, Um, which means the whole thing is very, very mysterious and a lot of people can read a lot of different things into it. It is sort of confusing, I guess, to have a a woman who is performing and able to be a judge on X Factor, uh, you know, perform at a pretty high level and do all these things and somehow not be able to make her own decisions. That's a pretty unusual circumstance, right? It is. I will say I've spoken to law professors and experts on conservatorships who will say, you know, it does happen sometimes that people are able to hold down jobs and still not be able to care for themselves under the terms of a conservatorship. Um, And it's actually helpful for them to have that structure and that guidance. But what conservatorship experts also say is that this is a setup that it is very easy to get into and very hard to get out of. The onus is all on the person under the conservatorship, the conservatee, to actually petition the court to be removed from their conservatorship. They have to prove that they are able to live not under those terms. And it's often very difficult to provide that proof because, you know, they're living under the conservatorship. How do they prove the negative? So, Constance, it seems like this documentary and this conversation that we've been having has begat a new conversation about who is responsible for what happened to Britney Spears. So who is responsible for what's happened to Britney Spears? That's a great question. And a lot of the argument that we've seen coming from major media figures is we are all responsible, right? There have been journalists who were writing about Britney Spears in Us Weekly, which covered her situation in 2007 with this sort of breathless (laughs) fervor. 
that, you know, we wouldn't have written these articles if there wasn't a demand for it. We wouldn't have bought all of those paparazzi photos if there wasn't a demand for it. And those photos were extremely expensive. They could go for millions of dollars for a single photograph. Uh, because there was so much public appetite for watching Britney Spears and specifically for watching Britney Spears meltdown. So the argument that you're seeing from some media figures is, it's on all of us, we all created this system. However, having said that, I think you can also make a strong argument that people were still acting within this system with full freedom and agency, right? It's kind of like, we're all responsible for global warming because we're all alive on this planet right now making our choices. But also... There are about 100 CEOs who are actively responsible for most of global warming, and we know their names. Um, what happened to Britney is sort of the same thing. There are like a couple dozen major media figures who are responsible for choosing to cover Britney Spears in the way they did, and we know who they are. So I guess my, my sort of last question for you is, what is Britney's response been to all of this, to the Free Britney movement? So Britney Spears has posted one post on Instagram that seems to reference the documentary Framing Britney Spears, although she does not say so explicitly. We also don't, frankly, know for sure that Britney posted it herself or wrote it herself. Uh, so in this post, she says, I'll always love being on stage, but I'm taking the time to learn and be a normal person. Each person has their story and their take on other people's stories. We all have so many different bright, beautiful lives. Remember, no matter what we think we know about a person's life, it is nothing compared to the actual person living behind the lens. So that would seem to be her take on the documentary. And if that is what Britney Spears actually thinks, which again, we don't know for sure. It's sort of, you think you know me, but you don't know me. And that's sort of the situation she's always been in. We keep thinking that we know her and then kind of proving that we don't. Constance, thank you so much for explaining the Free Britney movement to us. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> 